0: March 14, the 73rd day of 2022. There are 292 days left in the year. Good morning, MV, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's country station, 1039 The Moose, live online at k105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app, SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, the country, and the brackets are set. What does that mean? That and a whole lot more coming up today here on in the know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach Nine with her hair on fire is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Bean. Good morning, sweetheart.
1: Good morning. Yeah, how you doing? I'm good. And my hair is actually clean.
0: It's clean? So <laughs> okay. Uh, we don't normally make a fuss over whether it's clean right. or dirty. We just talk about it being on fire. Yeah. But well, thanks for the share. Clean. I yeah. appreciate that. Uh, just when I was getting settled on it being daylight at wake-up time, now insulted back into still dark this morning at wake-up time. But uh, how how many days do you think it takes... To get over the time change.
1: um, I don't know for other people. Yeah. But I think I adjust pretty well.
0: You're over it already you think? Yeah by I tomorrow so. most people. So it takes a couple of days. By tomorrow on the 15th of March. You should be back to uh, normal. Is what you can expect. He is the five time winner. Of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two time Silver Sound nominee. Covering every corner of the globe. London. Budapest. Tokyo and Rio. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. How you doing? Now I can hear myself. Good morning. How are you? I should throw in their Indianapolis, I guess. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh I guess you're a proud alumnus of uh, of Cooper today. Cooper yeah, got they, to the state final. They had a
2: or final four. They made oh they did, it to the final yeah, they, oh, yeah. They got yeah, Saturday uh, they, afternoon. We can just say that they made it to the finals because they made it to the finals in all of our hearts.
0: They they made it to Saturday in the tournament. Yeah, so that's, which is that's, a great accomplishment. And
2: uh, they got to avenge beating those darn purples, which <laughs> has been kind of the Achilles heel for Cooper. <laughs> so I was, I was really proud of them. Yeah. So, and I know that everybody that's involved with the program and everything like that is... There were no heads hung after that game.
0: One of the nice things about the girls' Sweet 16 is that it started earlier in the week. So before we could even get to the SEC tournament, it gave us tournament atmosphere basketball. So I I really enjoyed following it along. And now you'll get the boys' Sweet sweet 16 this week and then the start of the NCAA tournament. And so it's going to be a very, um, and the weather's going to be warm. And so it's just going to feel, it's going to feel a whole lot like normal. Um, And we'll talk more about uh, the brackets and how they're they're set. It's going to be breezy. And getting back to that spring field today, uh, we'll see southwest flow of air. Could get the the wind kick up in various areas. Maybe uh, some gust over 25 miles an hour today. Uh, We'll see. uh, By the way, just go ahead and set your horizon for the end of the week. This is the final week of winter. So Sunday morning, about 1030 a.m., our time. The, uh, I guess I said morning and a.m., that's a little bit redundant. 10.30 Sunday morning will be the official arrival of spring. So just be prepared. If you can make it through this final week of winter, you'll, Are be, we sure? you'll be doing <laughs> well. Did well, somebody
2: I mean, tell Mother Nature that too?
0: Well, I mean, if you just look at the forecast, it looks good. It looks like a preview of spring this week with temperatures the way there will be. We'll see a high of 65 today, mainly, mainly sunny and some breezy, partly cloudy, 43 tonight. Partly cloudy and 68 for tomorrow. It was not fun on Saturday morning when it was uh, bitter cold and there was still, you know, snow and uh, so it. uh,
2: Or Friday, I mean, heck, when I went to lunch on Friday, it felt pretty good. And then when I walked out the building at, I don't even know four four fifteen, I was like, what is happening?
0: Temperature (laughs) dropped about ten degrees in about ten minutes on Friday afternoon. It it felt like. And you could just hey, feel hey. the atmosphere change, like snow is on the way. And you then could tell I, it.
2: you know, got home, you know, did did one or two things, and look out the window, and it's snowing. It's like, what is happening?
0: Yeah, well, did you start singing Christmas carols again, or did no, you I stay wasn't singing
2: the, Christmas carols uh, to begin with? Okay, so. got <laughs>
0: it. Uh, the deadline for filing for help from the uh, tornadoes in December. That deadline came and went last week, which if you needed to know that, you were aware of it. But the only reason I circle back to it, as I saw a total this morning, says more than $64 million in federal assistance has been approved for people in Kentucky that were affected. Primarily, that's Caldwell, Graves, Hopkins, Marshall, Muhlenberg, and Warren counties. That includes FEMA, Small Business Administration, flood insurance programs, disaster unemployment. So a lot of times, you know, when you see the scope of the damage and you think how much damage uh, is there, that's just from FEMA. By the way, it's not private insurance. So that's what FEMA has chipped in um, when they come into the area. And I don't know that that would even – I don't know that includes like the Red Cross number or Samaritan's Purse or some of the area, other charities that come into the area. So that's just – that's a federal number in there and a large one at that continuing to uh, monitor the uh, war in Ukraine, the Russian aggression against Ukrainians, Russian missiles uh, pounded a military base in Western Ukraine yesterday, killing 35 people in an attack on a facility that served as a crucial hub for cooperation between Ukraine and NATO. So no signs of letting up by uh, the Russians. I saw a really interesting piece, by the way, Um, I guess it was on Saturday. And it, it showcased the examples of how, in the 21st century, information and the lack of information and the freedom of information is what shapes and crafts military conflicts. And the reason I say it is this. Most of the Russian people, because their news is being sanitized in the way that Vladimir Putin's Kremlin wants them to know it, they think that Ukraine is to blame. They think that there's some type of this special military operation, that there's virtue in what Russians are doing by going in and fixing Ukraine. That's what state-sponsored media is telling Russians. And so even when you have Ukrainians who have family members in Russia, they, there are situations where when they start sharing information by phone, they're turn into disagreements and even disowning one another because they don't refuse what they refuse to believe what the other one is being said. And so the case is being made that the only people who are really getting a true understanding for the situation in Ukraine are the Russian troops who are sent in and then they see the determination of Ukraine of Ukrainian people and they see what the situation really is and then they go, wait a minute this isn't this isn't right and so maybe eventually this this is what will cause regime change when the truth comes out about what putin and his allies did it'll be it'll uh, uh, i'm afraid it will be too late but when the russians find out what they did that's what will topple putin and his uh, oligarchs and supporters
2: i still like watching all the videos of what the ukrainians are doing to the russian troops and just how you have some of the older grandmas that will go up and, you know, like the sunflower lady. I love
0: that sunflower seeds line. That just is still my favorite. I mean, that you is know. a some and kind it, of line. Yeah, well, but it's very it's very forward thinking, you know, for some lady Boy, then to I just I, walk up and say, put these sunflower seeds in your pocket so that when you die on this soil, seeds, you know, flowers will sprout where you Our die. Our national flower, I think yeah, is what yeah, it is. Yeah it's, yeah, like, yeah, it's just uh, amazing. And then Iran decides to get squirrely. Over the weekend as well, Iran claimed responsibility yesterday for a missile barrage that struck near a sprawling U.S. consulate complex in northern Iraq. So I don't know what that means, but yet just another thing that we got to worry about on the global stage. Let's talk about something closer to home that's much more pleasant to discuss. The uh, Grayson County High School no longer has an interim principal. They have a principal in uh, Lacey Cox. She is the new principal decided upon by the SBDM council on Friday. She was chosen as the interim back in November, but they went through the due diligence and interviews and selecting the next leader. And um, I'm trying to think someone will will correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember if Linda Gentry was ever the principal at I Grayson was County if High it was School. The first female principal. She was an assistant principal when I was in high school. She <laughs> she came out of the classroom not long. I had her as a teacher in the classroom, and then she got into leadership, and obviously worked at the board, worked in various schools. She was the principal at uh, LCA, but I don't know if she was technically ever principal at Grayson County High School. Someone will have to correct me. If not, I presume that makes Lacey the first principal and the history of Grayson County High School. But someone, will, someone will, will tell me. I believe Linda is the only person I think that could have ever held the job even for a brief period of time.
2: I think you might have an uncle that would know that too. Uh, yeah,
0: that's uh, what I said. I've not asked anyone. That was just more I thought of it and was like, oh,
2: yeah. I was thinking about that when it came through, though, because, I mean, obviously I'm not from here, so I can name you only two previous
0: principals at <laughs> Grayson County High School. Uh, you, if you think about it hard enough, you can name more is than your two. Uncle, was your uncle a principal uh, there? No, he was not the principal no. there. But, uh, I mean, you know personally, Johnston, Superintendent Robinson. Oh, okay, there you go. So, okay, so Robinson was there, and then Johnston, Johnston was there. Baldwin. 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 Okay, so, I
2: couldn't name you anymore. Yeah, well, you know.
0: I can I can name a bunch. Was Mr. If you'd McGee like. ever the principal? Oh, by the <laughs> way, I should also point out. I, uh, speaking of Grayson County Schools, I learned yesterday that uh, former Grayson County School Superintendent uh, Dr. Robert Boggs passed over the weekend. His son Scott and I were classmates, and I saw Scott post that information yesterday. So, prayers to uh, the Boggs family. At Butler County Middle School, in a disturbing headline, Butler County Middle School teacher has been arrested for being intoxicated at school. Uh, Butler County Middle School physical education teacher Michael Chambliss was arrested Thursday at the school. Chambliss was arrested after assistant principal Cody Donaldson was told by an unidentified person that Chambliss appeared to be impaired, was given field sobriety test, uh, failed it, and I believe the report goes on to say that he has resigned his position. Average U.S. gas price has risen 22% in two weeks to a record 443 nationally. It's a 54 higher than it was a year ago. And there are multiple reasons for that. It is Ukraine-based, but it is not solely Russia and Ukraine situation-based. So keep that in mind. I've seen a little bit of a dip um, various places the last couple of days where it, it was higher and then maybe it was down a couple of pennies. I don't know what... I don't know if that's uh, retailers trying to t- get an advantage over competition or what, but I see those numbers moving just a little bit. I've personally not seen gasoline where I pulled up to the pump and it was above $4. It seems to like just be bouncing against that $4 ceiling, and I would imagine where you travel has a big difference. But just in this area of the state, I personally have not seen it. You possibly have, depending upon where your travel's. Take you big weekend in college basketball leading up to the selection Sunday show yesterday, which sets the scene for the next three weeks in college basketball. I'll take you back to Friday. It wasn't always pretty, but the UK men's basketball team turned Vandy away 77 to 71 to advance into the semifinals where the cats on Saturday went, I mean, ice cold from the field. Nothing would go in but still had a chance to win late. That's the only redeeming takeaway is that you played that poorly offensively, but you're still in the game late. Uh we weren't we were going for long droughts without scoring, but guess what? We made sure Tennessee was doing the same. But uh you predicted it on Friday, Sam. I did. You said that the Cats would not get You'd, to the finals on that Sunday. that they would
2: lose and I do you think I even said to Tennessee? That's what I I don't know why. I just felt and then I didn't feel too confident then in then
0: Tennessee just put a big whipping on uh, Texas A&M yesterday. We'll talk more about that in a moment. So that set the scene for the Cats. This is their opportunity to reset. They, I kept following. I kept, when they would roll to every two seed, I would tell her, Kentucky's going on that line. Nope, no, Villanova got that one. And I'd, then kept going, and finally Kentucky was the last two seed reveal. You,
2: you can ask my dad. I called it. You did. Exactly what it was going to be against Murray State. Uh, I was expecting, and I was wrong here, and I can admit that, I was expecting Indiana to be the 10. So it would be Murray against Indiana, and then you'd you'd get that in there because, I mean, who wouldn't love for, for the TV, you know, Kentucky-Indiana sure, in yeah. the sucker, or Kentucky-Murray. That's beautiful television no matter what. Here's what I love
0: about the draw is, uh, uh, again, uh, you don't hear much complaining about Kentucky's position by uh, Cal or anybody, so that must mean it's a pretty good one. Um, think of it this way. Had Kentucky won the game against Tennessee and just gotten to the finals, they would have been the one seed over Baylor. So they
2: just would have flipped.
0: Baylor would have moved to the two line. Kentucky would have moved to the one line, which shows you how competitive Kentucky feel, that they feel like, the, the, the committee felt like about Kentucky and Baylor. I think I probably prefer to be the two-seed there.
2: Yeah, I mean, then you're playing Purdue instead of playing UCLA, potentially in the Sweet 16. Uh, you don't and have I to don't play North Carolina as North early. Carolina, the rules that, that go, I think North Carolina still could have been in because it's like when you play a team once, you can't play them until then, and then th- there are rules for that. But do you know, I watched some of St. Peter's game that they beat Monmouth in the championship. Do you know what their nickname is?
0: The St. Pete's.
2: Christy, you'll probably pre- appreciate this. They're the peacocks, the St. Peter's
0: peacocks.
2: Oh my goodness! Awesome.
0: Okay, but that doesn't mean you can cheer for them. Why do you, you still... think
2: I would like that? I don't know. I just Sounds, cause it's, because it's because you it's, like animals. It's animals, yeah. and well, it's not. Yeah, and a peacock is not one mm-hmm. that you you think. Right. I mean, it's not a yeah. common one. The, they're not okay. the hawks, like right. they? Anything well, it's like, like the Murray State Racers against the San Francisco Dons.
0: Yeah. By the way, I, somebody needs to tip off the K and N guy. His name, Sean, I think, was his name. The Murray State are not the thoroughbreds. He said it three times about half an hour ago. It's like it's the racers, not the Murray State thoroughbreds. They do have
2: horses. Their mascot. Well, I off. mean,
0: close, but <laughs> close, but no, no cigar. Uh, how do you feel about the Kentucky Murray State matchup? On uh, I guess uh, the game will be on be, Saturday.
2: Ironically enough, it'll be the first time that Kentucky and Murray have ever played on really? the hard court, okay. which is which is interesting. I don't know. Uh, I mean, San Francisco is tough too. I mean, Murray's got a tough task there. I, I hate that that it. Because I was wanting to cheer for Murray, and sure. it's like now I just cheer for them. for Well, you for can one on game. Thursday, <laughs> But yeah. Then you, yeah. But and then I know some Western Western fans say that you can't cheer for Murray because there's that rivalry there. But I don't,
0: uh, I don't particularly no, care. I kind of like Murray. Mur- Murray really had never done anything to anyone, so and they've had a really good season. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Gonzaga gets the do, number one overall seed. Do you know when Louisville's playing? The uh, Louisville's women are playing very soon. <laughs> we'll tell so you. So,
1: listen, I know nothing about the brackets, yeah. really, because I've not paid attention.
0: Well, you don't have to yet. They only Did came well, out yesterday. But Gonzaga
1: I, is always like the funnest thing to say.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I
1: didn't.
2: Do you ever pay attention? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I was going to say. When she has to make the bracket okay. pick. Yeah, she sits down. Okay. She likes names like Gonzaga just like she likes horse well, names.
2: You'd be pretty uh, successful in picking them this year. They're pretty good.
0: Yeah. They now? get the second straight number one overall seed. Uh, they, of course, what, competed against Baylor in the championship game last year. I wasn't paying much attention to the tournament last year since Kentucky hasn't been in it for two years, but because can, no one was in it two years ago. Yeah, it's been didn't three it years
2: since we year. had a happy Selection Sunday, which is We're, crazy. I,
0: so I'd like, I'd like to lodge a bit of a complaint. Um, the Big Ten does not deserve nine teams. If you can't put a team higher than a three seed... All right, hear me. If you can't put a team higher than the three seed, your league is not good enough to get nine teams in. Texas A and M should have been in. Texas A and M should have been in. They boosted their resume, especially late and down the stretch, and getting to the SEC championship game. So and I like Buzz Williams too. I, he's done. He's done a fine job. So that just the, that's the way the that man can. Gone.
2: The man can pull off a three piece suit too.
0: He can. He can. I mean.
2: Between him and Jerry Stackhouse, the well, SEC's it's a completely got, different style. It is, you
0: know. Jack House, Stackhouse has got some of that OG type of, you know, look to him. Very, you know, skinny, skinny pants, and you know, tight fitting. And Buzz is more of a his suit, probably he, he, more of a see, utility vehicle.
2: I was going to say Buzz <laughs> probably bought his at the J C something
0: like that. Well,
2: Jerry Stackhouse <laughs> probably bought his at I don't even know where.
0: Louisville's women got a top seed. The Kentucky women got a number six. Uh, in the women's NCAA tournament, I kind of like. I think Kentucky is sneaking up on people. I think getting that U seed, uh, that six seed. I think maybe they're underrated just a little bit. At a time, they've got some momentum, so uh, they. I mean, they might be poised to to make a run in the tournament. You think face, the UK women got a good chance? Face Princeton. It's going to be tough because in the Sweet Sixteen, if they
2: make the Sweet Sixteen, they have to play UConn, pretty much at UConn. It's in Bridgeport, Connecticut, uh, well, which is which is tough. Right. And
0: they knocked off South Carolina. They so did, but you, they UConn... Can, it's a different <laughs> I mean, you, a different. I mean, league. even though
2: South Carolina is better than than UConn, uh, UConn has a really, really, really good player. Beckers.
0: Hey, did you see the video of the Grizzlies game the other night where both no. teams ended up wearing white uniforms? No, I missed it. Like, that. Through, no, through warm-ups, nobody noticed. Then they took their, their warm-ups off, and both teams were wearing their white home uniforms and, like... Uh what are we gonna do here? So somebody had to go change uniforms. Gotta get to a break, we'll come back, got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. things have been a little
1: complicated.
0: Today is international ask a question day today can make them as preposterous if you want to (laughs) (laughs) or ballot whatever you like to do it's world pie day not P I E P 3.14 and then i'm gonna ask sam to go ahead finish the rest of it 159 Uh, keep on 354 keep on trucking br549 he's throwing out numbers no 159 is correct well i didn't say that wasn't right it is uh workplace napping day so all right and it is potato chip day. Oh, dear. Been known to like <clears throat> a potato chip or two. Do uh, Doritos we've, count? Or?
2: We've we've got some over there if you want one. You do?
0: Oh, no, I'm okay with that. Those. Uh, are Doritos potato chips? They're not, yes. are they?
2: they're corn chips.
0: They're, well, Aren't they're, they? Well, are they corn or are they just flour tortillas? And then, I don't know if they're technically... I don't know if they're potato. I don't think there's well, I
2: think any they I all
1: come back this, this in a bag. This is both sand. corn and potato
0: chips. Yeah, I just don't think there's any potato I don't in, in Doritos. Uh it is also March of Kindness Day Today, one of my favorites, and this is a good idea. Pick up litter day today. And the March of Kindness, be kind to Mother Earth and pick up litter. You people that are throwing trash in your truck bed and then driving down the road, you're not doing your part. So
2: half of
0: it ends up in our front yard. I'm pretty sure half of it is in our front yard at any particular time. So that's the the march of kindness. Be aware of something called shrinkflation. No, it's not a Seinfeld episode. Shrinkflation is as a result of businesses have two choices when inflation goes high. Either raise prices. Or make portions smaller, and so you may be experiencing subtle, but sneaky, changes that are discerning shoppers may have noticed. That some products are shrinking in size or quantity, or both. So the old wing order that you might that might st- used to might have been a dozen wings may now suddenly be ten wings mm-hmm. or. Your thing that used to might have been 10 might be eight, or they just might be overall shrinking the size of containers and then trying to maintain that price point. Uh, you might have noticed it in toilet paper, like shorter rolls. You might have noticed it in smaller cookies, smaller Gatorade. They've uh, may be making changes to conditioner. And so they do it as they say as a last result. Uh, last resort, but it does make me wonder, so if you need to go out and get a pound of bacon, will you bring home four packages, or does this is it more likely to make it okay to eat the entire container of ice cream from the freezer because the it was much smaller than it used to be i I don't see an issue with that, so there might be <laughs> or
2: or does that mean that you just have to stock up on ice cream right now and go to the store what before it gets smaller?
0: there might be some some silver. Some silver linings in there for you to take advantage of. Shrinkflation. I told you in the first segment that spring is on the ra- uh, spring is on the way on Sunday officially. That also will usher in, and we might get a head started on this week the spring allergy season. Mm-hmm. Not that any of us have allergies, Mm-mm. but nope. in the case that you might mm. be one of the more than fifty million Americans who suffer from some type of allergy, the A.A.F.A., the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America, has released its 2022 list of so-called allergy capitals of the U.S., a foundation that they started back in 2003. The 10th worst city in the United States to live is, depending upon how you say it, it's either Albany or Albany, New York. Mm -hmm. The Great Danes. At number nine... So interestingly enough, we have an Albany, Kentucky.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We also have a New Haven, Kentucky, but New Haven, Connecticut is at number nine.
2: I know. I know we're Albany. Where is New Haven, Kentucky?
0: Uh, it's in Nelson County. It's, Nelson County. Uh, it's okay. Just, I knew it was in the... It's just west of Bardstown.
2: Okay. I knew it was in the realm of this mm-hmm. area. Okay.
0: It's like we're kind of in the direction of Boston and New Haven and, yeah.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, number eight is Buffalo, New York. We
2: have a Buffalo, Kentucky, too. We um, do have a
0: Buffalo, Kentucky. Love them for their sauce. Don't really like them for their allergies. At number seven, well, we're not, we're not getting out of the Northeast. Uh, we also have a Hartford, Kentucky, but at number seven on the there, list is, is Hartford, Connecticut. Kid from Fordsville on uh, American Idol last I heard night.
2: about that. I heard about that.
0: He did a good job. At number six, finally we get out of the Northeast United States. At number six, the allergy capitals of the U.S., Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. We don't have one of those in Kentucky. I don't think we have an Oklahoma that I'm aware of. We might have an Oklahoma, Kentucky, but. Oklahoma. At number five, we'll go south of Oklahoma. The fifth greatest allergy capital in the United States is San Antonio, Texas. I've been there, there, but I've never been to San Antone, Kentucky, that I'm aware of.
2: Apparently, Oklahoma, Kentucky is in Davis County. Okay. I've never heard of it.
0: All right. Well, that's I mean. We could go there pretty easily. (laughs) At number four, back this side of the country, number four, greatest allergy capital of the United States, Richmond, Virginia. Okay. At number three, back to Texas, number three is McAllen, Texas. That's down around... Uh, It's going to be down around uh, Galveston and that area. uh, McAllen is is nearly Mexico, yeah. And number two is Wichita, Kansas. And then number one of the greatest allergy capital of the United States, great for paper, bad for allergies, Scranton, Pennsylvania, (laughs) (laughs) is is at number one. It's the copy paper capital of the world, but uh Is he gonna do a fun run for that too <laughs> gonna do an, gonna do an allergy fun run sponsored by dunder Mifflin <laughs> dunder Mifflin should just sponsor everything, don't you think Sam
2: uh it works with me I mean world's best boss, right
0: absolutely. Uh, let's see what else to tell you about. I got something written down here and now I can't, I can't read my own handwriting. So I'm not sure. Oh, I know what it is. Spring remodeling season also might be one of those, uh, where you spring season might be one of those where you decide to remodel or take on uh, a home improvement project of some kind. This was kind of neat. A couple renovating the house they recently purchased in Nebraska removed a mirror and found two letters from previous residents, one from 1967. And then another from 1995, Jody and Kendall uh, Losecki said they started renovating the Columbus home they bought uh, to Flip about a month ago, and while working in the bathroom, they discovered two letters hidden behind the bathroom mirror. The first, dated June 7, 1967, was authored by eight-year-old Sue Marshall, and the letter says, I am Sue Marshall. I live here. Whoever finds this letter, good luck. <laughs> it's a little ominous. What, you, what year? Did she write that 1967. One? Oh, gosh. Then the second letter, which was written on the same sheet of paper underneath Marshall's message, was written by 27-year-old Mike Goki on February 24, 1995. It says, I found this letter while remodeling the bathroom. Perhaps you have found it doing the same. They Losecki said it wasn't hard to track down both of the letter writers. Jody was already friends with Goki and his wife Tara, and his stepmother has been friends with Marshall for years. So must have been a home like that must be a small community that you know people yeah. lived in and they were able to make those connections. But that's pretty neat. Obviously they're gonna have to put their own letter in there.
1: It's neat, but it's also a little bit weird.
0: Well, I mean, I mean I, the stuff that gets buried in the walls of homes are stuck in attics that from, I mean, it gets forgotten about.
2: The restaurant that I worked at, we were cleaning the ceiling tiles one day, and so we all signed the bottom of one of them. So it's no longer the same restaurant. It's a different restaurant now, but I'm curious. I bet if we walked in there, I'd probably still have our names on there.
0: Speaking of the uh, Dunder Mifflin Paper Company, I, I would think that the office, if they didn't have one – Missed a great opportunity for Dunder Mifflin to bury a time capsule. Like that seems something that Michael would have been really well, excellent at. They all put something in the time capsule.
2: They did in Parks and Recreation. Did they? Okay. Right. Well, that seems yeah. That seems to uh-huh. make even uh-huh. even more because sense. everybody was fighting over what they thought should go in
0: there. Right. Yeah. I've just. I don't, I saw a piece on Amy Poehler yesterday. It kind of made me wonder why Parks and Rec just never hooked us. But yeah, we tried it. But I it just have never you took would have thought you'd have liked Ron Swanson. Well, I, I, I see, I, I see it there, and I think yes, that appeals to me. But for whatever reason, it just never got me in its grasp and it pulled was me too in.
1: Slow for me.
0: First few episodes, I think I found, and that's what it was. We just never could build any momentum where we were vested, like where we were, we were built in. And then this story is circulating and it if you travel by air much, it, you can just lose your mind. A TikTok user who goes by Wendy gone wild has uploaded a video of her on a plane, showing the huge links that she'll go to in order to be comfortable in the video, Wendy has taken her shoes and socks off and was resting her feet in a sling that was wrapped around the tray table. So she's. She's bringing her own sling that she's hanging over the tray table. Then she picked up an enormous inflatable travel pillow that had gaps for her arms and her face. She puts the pillow on her tray table, puts her arms through the hole in the middle, and rested her face in the hole on top, making it more comfortable to nap.
2: Now, the, the, <laughs> the inflatable pillow, I'm fine with that because you're in your lane You know, I mean, it could be a lot worse. You're in your own space. Yeah. The taking your socks off.
0: Is that any worse than wearing flip-flops? I, I mean, wear flip-flops. I wear sandals. I'm not throwing yeah, yeah, shade no, at anyone. No, I'm, I'm just, just saying.
2: But if you're going through the length to take your so- But, I mean, the, the pro to flip-flops is that usually they're not. I mean, if they're in socks, they kind of cook in there for a little bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One of those. It's, like, I'm thinking it's, a, of, it's a foot basting bag. I'm thinking is that what of. what you're saying? <laughs> to go back to the office when <laughs> Kevin
2: was wearing his dress shoes, and then he has to wear the Kleenex boxes. So he says his puppies were. What does he say? His puppies. Puppies are killing him, or something. Dogs so he goes are in, barking. Dogs are barking. That's yeah. right. And he goes into the ice machine and sticks his feet in the ice machine. That's <laughs> what you tell. Uh,
0: one person wrote, "It should be a war crime for taking your shoes off on huh? public transport." Someone else put, "I'm no care and put your shoes on. This hey, is I, not your house."
2: I don't know why you would take your shoes off to be like nasty.
0: Another person wrote, "Put some socks on and have some respect for other travelers." <laughs> However, others thought that Wendy's foot sling and pillow were great ideas to make a flight more comfortable. Uh, someone wrote, great for people that suffer from feet and leg swelling. Another person said, love this. I always lean forward and sleep against the seat. This is so much better. I, I, I couldn't sleep like this. I couldn't. I can't. I, I'm lucky to be able to lay back and, and sleep on a flight. but I can't lean. I can't. That whole lay your head on your desk and take a nap thing, I don't know. That just doesn't I've done comfortable it, to me. But so. i but at 10, it was a really
1: feet, long flight. At yeah. 10,000
0: feet, they're going to come through and make you put that table up anyway, so don't get too comfortable. we got to get you a break. We'll come back. I've got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Gnome. That's when you need someone, someone that you, you can call. Did you know? The space between the eyebrows is called the glabella.
2: So I should say that I've heard that before. Glabella. It's a word
0: that's supposed to mean smooth. So s- some of you, though, aren't. Does
2: Anthony Davis said, Does he not have a glabella? Yeah, he is
0: glabella de- de- deprived. <laughs> yes, that's what can, it is. Can you
2: believe that's been 10 years?
0: <laughs> it is hard to believe. So it's been that. And just I
2: have a, a really good one. So. Yeah,
0: just as predicted. Yeah, I have to work a little harder on mine. Um the uh weekend box office, just as I predicted, is The Batman Reigns at number one, but closing in is the BTS concert film. Were you, Sorry, did you there, go did you go to the midnight there, showing of that? There,
1: it's it's seriously, there's just like nothing to watch, right? Mm-mm,
0: no, it's I don't and I don't know if it's I don't know if the pandemic has just forever changed the landscape of where we're going to get our entertainment, um, or if it will get back to where it was. But it just takes a while for these big pictures to get in the pipeline and and get to us. There are some things they've delayed uh, uh, that that when, will come to fruition. But, when's Top Gun? Because I know uh, that's
2: probably the one that you're semi looking for. Memorial to, right? Day. Okay. I won't
0: go to the cinema and see it. It's. Um, Is
2: it's, there anything in the in the next? Time that's coming out that you would go to the cinema uh, Star
0: Wars is due for something. Maybe not the end of this year, but... Um, the, that
2: would be the next thing you would...
0: It's the one that I've maintained the biggest tradition for. Because um,
2: there's not even like a big kids movie coming out this, that, this summer, That is was going to be what
1: I was going to say. That you Maybe potentially if there was with... a really good kids movie, hmm. we might go because of the little one, but...
0: I think the last time we were at the theater was... Frozen 2 which mm-hmm. has been two over two years ago.
2: I've been since The Darkest Hour which was
0: mm-hmm.
2: I guess 2018, yeah. early 2018.
0: Uh there so so here are the, I'll just give you the franchises that are most likely to draw me to the theater. Uh, Star Wars. Uh, some major Disney probably princess thing cuz she's going to say let's mm-hmm. go and we'll be like <laughs> okay. Um James Bond. And uh, there was one other that I was going to say that could be oh Pirates, which is also in the it's in the Disney family. But if the Pirates of the Caribbean brought out a new you know an, another movie, that would be more likely to draw me there. But I don't think that's likely to happen. Uh, Uncharted was number one. BTS, the concert film was at three. Dog at four. Spider Man at five. By the way, yeah, um, hearing even more people. Sam, you talked about the caution. The caution. About um, turning red. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Learned a little bit more about it even later on in the day. Like, yeah, I can see where that would uh, trip, trip some people up. All right. uh, Some other breaking news of the morning. Uh, The headline should read Giselle tired of Tom. (laughs) (laughs) Giselle tired of Tom Brady hanging around the house. Retirement lasted six weeks, and Tom Brady is returning to Tampa to play his 23rd season in the NFL. Is anybody surprised? What's no, but what's this all about, Sam? Why did it take well, six see, I'm, weeks? I'm
2: upset because there were two of the Bucks' best free agents were tied to the Bengals: Rob Gronkowski and Ryan Jensen, who was their starting center. It was like this was huge for the Bengals, like moving forward. These were two pieces that they kind of needed,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and now it's now it's you got Brady. Yes, I just really didn't
0: expect that I I wasn't surprised Brady would be back to the NFL I was a little surprised that it was back to Tampa I I honestly thought thought it was going to be one of those
2: things that like August you know around the first day of school you know the kids would be going back he'd be able to get all his summer vacations out and he'd be like ah you know what I think I kind of want to play and obviously a team is going to take him
0: okay so how do you feel about how would you feel if you're the guy who bought Tom Brady's final touchdown ball for five hundred eighteen thousand dollars at auction, only to find out it's just another touchdown ball.
2: I don't really have that much sympathy because why are you spending that much money on a football? I, like I, I, I can't. Like, look, I'm a huge Bengals fan. If you know, when the time comes that Joe Burrow throws his last touchdown pass, I don't know that I could ever justify spending that much money.
0: Sp- Sports collectibles are a dangerous game. One, there have always been some authenticity issues, Uh but these are a little more trackable in the modern era. But until Tom Brady is no longer walking around above terra firma, I think you have to know in the back of your mind, there's a chance that this thing you're buying might not be the last. So, I will also say that most likely this guy, I don't know if I have his name or not, whoever bought it for $518,000, I will go out on a limb and say, this is not the last $518,000 this individual has to spend. Probably a
2: safe assumption. I'm curious, who's getting the $518,000 too.
0: Well, that's a good question. Um, Tom
2: Brady does not need $518,000. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers do not need $518,000.
0: Would Tom Brady come back and give this guy a portion of his money back and say, well, I'm I'm the one who changed the dynamics?
2: I think I can answer that question. But
0: when you (laughs) speculate on these collectibles, though, you are taking a risk in a category like this, to my point, that until Tom Brady goes on in... You don't know. He could come out for one series. He could go listen, out there on a walker for one series and throw one touchdown pass and say, well, now that's the
2: last listen, one. Listen, at this rate with him, I wouldn't wouldn't even know that I could trust if he was five feet, six <laughs> feet under or whatever.
0: <laughs> you never you never know. He's, he's the
2: new Brett Favre.
0: <laughs> I've not seen it because, well, I just, I can't stay awake. Uh, I told you that Saturday Night Live for me has become Sunday afternoon recorded, but I didn't even work it into Sunday afternoon recorded, but I did see where Zoe Kravitz's opening monologue. She got visits from multiple Catwoman, so Zoe Kravitz is playing Catwoman in the Batman movie, and so Kate McKinnon came out. She was dressed as Catwoman, and then she's the Catwoman from the '90s. She said, and Zoe Kravitz made a joke about how she watched the Broadway musical Cats for hours and hours to learn how to be inspired. Then 80 Bryant comes out dressed as a lady with a shopping cart with cats, like so she became a cat woman, <laughs> which is funny. And then they brought out Cat Williams, you know the Hey Boo Boo oh. guy, and so he came out dressed as Cat Woman, and they say you're not even a woman, right? And, but yeah, he's a he's a cat, so that's part of the monologue, something to look forward to. And then William Hurt goes on in at age. Um, I think 81 it 71. was. 71? yeah, from Big Chill and other big things. Uh, William Hurt, Oscar-winning actor, goes on in. Got to get to a break. We'll come back with more and finish it up for the morning. Some important birthdays today. We'll tell you about that here on In The Know. Win your baby. MB's Point to Ponder for today do the cats get number nine this year I'm gonna have to start working on brackets later today we have until i guess thursday technically to have them locked in but i'm gonna spend the next three and a half days trying to figure it out what do you think sam
2: i mean the, the, the chances are are bigger that they don't well, sure um i don't know i haven't i'm i've I out part of my bracket. I was working on that last night, and there's some matchups that I'm kind of going back and forth on. So it's, it's kind of tough. Okay, I There's know some first-round matchups that are really tough to pick.
0: I know, ma'am, you've not seen the bracket, but there you are. Well, I'm just asking for more of an emotional response. Do the Cats win their ninth <laughs> national championship? Well, speaking of, first of a fan, of because month.
2: it's fun to say that they will, sure.
1: Well, but what about you? Well, so I was sitting there when selection was going on. Yes. Mm-hmm. And while I was not paying full attention, I mean, it was in the peripheral. Like, so I do know things that are happening. Um, but yes, I'm going to go, yes. But they are? Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, here's what it comes down to in our in our pool here in the building and on the periphery of the operation here. Because we, we pull in our, you know, partners and, and friends. And so... Whitney's going down this year <laughs> the, that's the concern is that if everyone in the building well, has a tendency to drift toward picking kentucky as the national championship <clears throat> champion and more times than not they do then you've got to find some other area because that's a push that game well, ends up being a push or because either way no one you either all get the points or no one gets the points
2: last year for me i was i had a rough rough uh, first couple rounds, but Houston was my wild card because I was the only one, and they ended up making the Final Four but losing in the Final Four, and if they would have won in their Final Four game, I would have won the pool. So it's kind of like that's how I always try to pick a dark horse like that that I feel like no one else might pick.
1: Well, and I feel like I'm more likely to pick somebody different.
0: Yeah, I I, I 100% agree with that, but what you have a, what you have a tendency to do, though, is pick the 20-to-1 horse. So you, you pick different, but you're picking because, ooh, that well, one's pretty or whatever, rather than basketball resume.
2: I remember in 2011, I was in, in a class in middle school, and our teacher had me and a couple of other friends fill out her bracket. Her only rule, though, was that she was from Connecticut, so she wanted Connecticut to win. And we're like, well, okay, we're, we're Kentucky fans, so we'll just pick Kentucky in there as well. And if you remember back in 2011, what was the Final Four game? Connecticut <laughs> against Kentucky. So she ended up winning the school's pool because she had Connecticut winning it all. And obviously in the state of Kentucky, no one else picked that.
0: Right. Well, it's going to be exciting. We've got it to three days to figure it out on on how we're going to do and lock it in. And then we've got to figure out who's going to win what. Um, if I win, I'm sure it'll be an expensive trip somewhere. If uh, Sam wins, it's going to be like a Snickers. <laughs> Better.
2: More, more than i've gotten every other year <laughs>
0: on tv tonight america's got talent extreme the season one finale the cleaning lady season one finale on fox never heard of it and the series premiere on food network called the julia child challenge hmm.
2: i did watch one clip from that america's got talent where they program drones it's yeah interesting yeah I don't know if you've seen it. It was like they programmed 200 drones.
0: Yeah, elaborate drone shows. Mm -hmm. They did it at the Derby Festival last year, and it was was really good. It added, and then they've done some of it at the uh, opening ceremony. I think the Sochi Olympics were the first ones that Mm -hmm. I remember seeing where they were doing these really neat formations in the sky using the lights and Mm -hmm. the drones. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1794, Eli Whitney received a patent for his cotton gin, an invention that revolutionized America's cotton industry. Albert Einstein, born this date in 1879. A jury in Dallas found Jack Ruby guilty of murdering Lee Harvey Oswald this date in 1964. The body of President John F. Kennedy was moved from a temporary grave to his permanent memorial site at Arlington this date in 1967. Birthdays today, Michael Caine is 89 today. So many good. I mean... Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is probably my favorite, but Secondhand Lions is probably your favorite.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Quincy Jones is 89 today. Michael Martin Murphy is 77. Billy Crystal is 74. Rick Dees is 71. Corey Stoll, I think he's on uh, billions these days, is 46. Steph Curry is 34. Simone Biles is 25 today, but turning 26 today is one Joseph Mudd. (gasps) Happy birthday. Congratulations and happy birthday to Joseph. He's uh, with us in the, in the building he today. Is. So good to see he and uh, Myrtle. Been a long time since we've seen them because of the, the COVID area. Mm-hmm. So welcome back to them and happy birthday to Joseph. Gone but not forgotten today, Casey Jones, born this date in 1864. Railroad engineer. Uh, Albert Einstein, as I mentioned, in 1879. Who else, Friedman. Uh, Eugene Searnan, Gene Siernan, one of the astronauts from the NASA program, born this date in 1934. Uh, don't forget uh, Cal and Big Blue Weekly tonight at uh, 5 and 6. So Tom Leach will sit down with uh, UK's coach tonight and talk about the draw, etc. So let's try to get to a chart topper before we go here. Really? A, They'll uh,
2: talk about whatever Cal wants to talk about.
0: <laughs> it would be called the John Calipari <laughs> Filibuster Show. Tom asks one question and Cal talks for 18 minutes. Which, as a host,
2: <laughs> it's easy money. Easy the money for Tom. This date I 1958,
0: on wine, John Zachary. Dinner with Draft. Dinner with Dracula.
2: I appreciated on Friday night, Alyssa Lang trying the sideline reporter trying to ask Cal a second trying question. to
0: sneak in a second. You get one. That's uh you only get one, but she tried to sneak in a tried to sneak in a second one. Imagine how the 1967 Turtles number one. So happy together. Okay. I know this.
1: Song.
2: I'm not sure I could have told you that the Turtles were who did this, but I know this song.
0: You're not a big Turtles fan, Sam? I'm
2: not sure I had any (laughs) strong opinion. You got something against Turtles? No? Okay. I mean,
0: The Four Seasons, number one in 76, with December 63. What a day! Of makes me want to watch Jersey Boys, but I can't Mm. decide. I I like Jersey Boys, the movie, but there's just nothing like seeing it on stage.
2: Mm -hmm. My parents have seen it on stage, it's
0: good, it's really good. All right, let's go to 1980 to the five, Ario Speedwagon number one, with can't fight this feeling.
1: A woman in your early 40s.
0: Mid-40s? Yeah. Right. Women in their early 50s. They're awesome, big fans really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean,
2: 85. So.
0: Oh. Can I skip Ace of Bass, The Sign? I hate that song.
2: Sure. It's your show.
0: I was going to say.
1: Well, you, you have really? no idea what it
0: is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I don't. I, saw I probably know. I probably know it if do, I hear it. Do, do,
0: do. Uh, let's oh, go to picture of Kid Rock I and Cheryl Crow in 03. In. Kid Rock wrote Sheryl Crow's coattails so to a number one song. Probably
2: just should have just skipped this one, too. I think so. I can't look at you. not sure Kid Rock has ever done not- anything that I'm like, oh, that's good.
0: I don't know if it was number one song worthy, but you put the two of them together.
2: Especially when you're getting to this. This deserves more time than Kid Rock.
0: Adele, number one, and set fire to the rain. No one can disagree.
2: Ten
0: years ago today. There you go. Ten years ago today. All right, the weekend was number one with uh, Blinding Lights a year ago today. So there are your chart toppers for today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today says this. The tragedy in life doesn't lie in not reaching your goal. The tragedy lies in having no goal to reach. The tragedy in life doesn't lie in reach in not reaching your goal. The tragedy lies in having no goal to reach. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beege, I'm MP, and now you're in the know.